Welcome back to The Teachable Heart. I'm your host, David Vitt. Really glad to have you with us. It was one of the first things he'd written with which I disagreed. The writer of the devotional that I'm reading this year stated that as believers, we should pray to receive the Holy Spirit and then wait expectantly to be filled with him. As his source text, the writer cited Luke 11:13, which says this, If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? End quote. Admittedly, of the members of the Trinity, the Spirit is the most difficult one for me to understand. So when I write or speak of him, I do so with a little less confidence. But as I read the devotion that day, I just sensed something was off. When Jesus spoke those words, the Spirit had yet to come to his followers. So it makes sense that Jesus wanted his disciples to welcome the Spirit when the Father sent him. And yes, we're told elsewhere, Ephesians 5.18 to be specific, that we're to be filled with the Spirit, and the wording describes a continuous, ongoing process. But Paul wrote of being filled with the Spirit within the context of not becoming drunk with wine. Be filled also means to, quote, be fulfilled or complete. So Paul may have intended his readers to continuously look to God's Spirit for fulfillment instead of attempting to fill voids in our hearts with things of the world like wine. Again, I'm not being dogmatic about it, for I'm less than 100% certain. But I am certain of this, that at the moment we placed our faith in Christ, we receive God's Spirit. Thereafter, the Spirit does not come and go as he did in Old Testament times. When God promised to never leave us, it is his Spirit who remains our constant companion. Hebrews 13.5 I'm also certain that I have, quote, enough of the Spirit within me at all times. The question is not how much of him do I have, but how much of me does he have? Do I listen for his still, small voice among the many vying for my attention? Recently, for example, my wife saw my computer over my shoulder. She was shocked to see, not what I was looking at, but that I had 11 different browser windows open in Google Chrome. She wondered how in the world I could focus on any of them. And at times, any two of them uh, could be playing music or videos with competing audio. It can be pure chaos. And frankly, that's the type of competition God's Spirit has for our attention. Do we even hear Him? And when we do hear Him, do we follow? Or do we choose our will over His? Instead of, instead of finding fulfillment in God, do we seek to fill voids with less satisfying things? Again, the question is not how much of God's Spirit do we have, but how much of us does He have? Does He have all of you? Give it some thought, and until next time, keep the heart teachable. Thank you.